1: Have you been
2: enjoying the Saints Happy Hour podcast free episodes all month? Well, my friend, that's about to end. But don't worry. Just become a Saints Happy Hour fan club patron and get access to this podcast every single day. And it's ad-free. No ads ever. And you get the Booze Bundle Welcome Kit, four swag items, amazing. And you get access to the Discord channel where we're talking Saints 24-7. What are you waiting for? Go to SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today. That's SaintsHappyHour.com.
1: This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints happy cast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? Yes. The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's it's painful all
2: right everybody welcome to another edition of the saints happy hour podcast big show everyone is here tonight so that means you know we're getting close to saints football season kevin it's been so long you're back the prodigal son yeah Yeah, i know the
3: existential dread of uh of 2020 uh stopped stopped weighing on me momentarily so i was like all right i'll i'll be on the podcast
4: i'll bless I, them with my presence
2: 2020 is the <laughs> fucking worst man it just i just never relents it never yeah. relents i can i need football so bad right now andrew i cannot ex- express how badly. Dave. i need
4: be... football i need football so bad that i actually watched about 70% of austin p Versus Central Arkansas last night. Their mascot.
2: Their mascot looks like if Bane and the Monopoly guy had a baby. Like that's. Can you
4: Austin. explain to me how the the letters P E A Y pronounce P?
5: I don't know. I thought not, it was P A. I thought I it was Austin P A. So did I. So did I. Maybe no, it, maybe Austin. I pronounced.
2: I knew it, it was Austin P because maybe I remember. Going, back. Maybe
5: you've gone full Ralph. I remember.
2: <laughs> I remember back in the day. I remember back in the day. Austin P played Illinois in the NCAA tournament, and Dick Vitale said, "If Austin P beats Illinois, I will stand on my head." And after the game, Austin P won. Dick Vitale stood on his head, and Bob Lee cackled like a little girl. So I, that's how I knew uh, how to pronounce it. But Dave, you'll be proud of me. I'm drinking a big boy beer again. Uh, I'm drinking the the Dreamsicle from. Uh, Galveston. Coffee. I mean, I don't, I
5: don't know. I, I don't know if I would call it a big boy. I mean, anything. dream yeah. Dreamsicle isn't necessarily <laughs> a big boy beer. I just. I think. I think last time I just said it's better than like a Bud like, Light like Lime. I think. It's
4: right uh, I was gonna say dream, dream. The words dreamsicle sound actually kind of little girl to me. <laughs>
5: yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, I am drinks okay today. A uh, little, little unknown fun fact for you. Uh, apparently, according to the interwebs, today is. Uh, uh, my tie day and i am a big uh, i'm a big tiki drink fan i love a good I, I like a whole fruit bowl with that comes with my drink i like an umbrella in there uh, i like it to be oh all God, kinds God, of fun God, bright God. colors like lime neon green or bright pink uh i, I like mm-hmm. all that kind of drinks um yeah. so or even so, multicolored I, I love it when you go to jamaica and they give you like the red yellow and green drink they they layer that shit it's uh so
4: you're drinking so a sickle
5: so I'm drinking a Mai Tai, this is a Mai Tai. I've even got it wow. garnished with uh, a little orange and a little lime, I'm super fancy this evening. So. Well, here, I am also fancy,
4: tai. I'm also fancy, but I'm going with uh, delicious Belgian beer right here. It's a Chimay.
5: Oh, classy. Uh, that's a that's that alcohol level too. Chimay, Chimay Blue label. label. Yeah. That's a great I beer, I love that beer. That was like the best. I actually, I'm actually drinking something you approve of, Dave. You are. We are on the same page tonight. This is great symbiosis. Uh, yeah, when we went on a Disney cruise to Alaska last summer, uh, that was like the best beer they had available uh, in the dining room, and so I had one of those every night. It was uh, it's delicious. It's very filling. It's, uh, it's a heavy beer. It's a, uh, a very uh, high ABV beer, but it's very good.
2: What are the unbreakable laws of this podcast, Kevin? One is that I will always mispronounce names, right? Uh, the second one is... I really
5: want to talk about how you pronounce Amy Just's name, by the way.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Jost and, oh, yeah. J- and then I correct myself and say Just. Every so. time,
5: every single time. You never learn. Yeah, It's like you never learn. <laughs>
2: well, what is it? Is it Just or is it... It's J-U-S-T.
4: How do you get Jost out of that? I don't know. <laughs> It's literally spelled J-U-S-T. <laughs> <laughs> She's like
2: the word on. just. <laughs> She's going to come on this podcast and hang up with us 30 seconds in. Um, so
3: what's Kevin drinking? So I am drinking a Rittenhouse rye. Oh, uh, oh wow. I, this is the first first time I've ever bought this bottle.
4: I thought I was uh, fancy.
3: And, well, you know, I just wanted to try a different, uh, different kind of whiskey. Kevin. Kevin and has it's the been most manly.
5: So Kevin has the most manly taste of all of is, us uh, is, on alcohol and all of it's wrassler, true. Wrestling. Well, I'm there. making
3: I'm making up for it for years of drinking Mike's hard lemonade and
5: uh, Smirnoff ice. Oh wow, wow seriously! God, so, wow.
2: Smirnoff ice is one step above
5: Zima. You are. You're doing time, Kevin. That's one step below Ralph. It is, is.
3: But yeah, but here's see, I did that. A big I did that Zima fan? Early, early to mid 20s, like once I hit. <laughs> Once I got, like, 33, 34, it just... I... went but, like, so
5: somebody, somebody So somebody would, like, ice you at a party, and you'd be, like, excited about it. You'd be like, okay, okay great. great.
3: Yes. yes! Yes! Oh, no, man. Well,
5: I got well, iced! <laughs>
3: so, no. So, two things. One, this may surprise uh, you guys and the listeners, didn't go to a lot of parties in college. <laughs> uh, and then two, <laughs> two, when I would go to a bar... When I would go to a bar with my friends, and one of them would be like, Hey, I'm going to the bar. What What do you want to drink? I would literally say, Oh, smeared off ice. <laughs> my friend would like do a, a Jackie Gleason double take and then be like, No, 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 no. D- seriously, what do you want? Yeah, I'd say, No, want to one. I want to smear it off ice. <laughs> he would then say, All right, you go get it yourself. I'm not ordering a smeared off ice for you. You go get it. So it was a lonely. The lonely uh, existence of drinking. Well, I
2: went I'm the opposite I'm not sure I way. understand I...
4: the audio clip there, bro. But...
2: <laughs> what does golf have to do with this? Yeah, I just I, wanted to I, do I, the I, golf I, clap.
4: That was a stretch at best.
2: Stretch. So here's the thing I went backwards. I used to drink a lot of hard liquor in college. Now I'm drinking fruity beers, flavored flavored bourbon, all of it. I'm, practic- I'm practically a sorority girl. Um, but back to my original point is the the, 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 bo- the laws of this podcast is I mispronounce names. And if the Saints have news in June, July, it's usually bad. But the third one is whenever this podcast finishes, the Saints will have breaking yeah. news. And, of course,
0: we finished the podcast.
2: And The Saints signed some dude from Canada and Kevin they announce uh, Gail got the Rona So yeah, yeah,
3: I forgot about- yeah, that was like yesterday that I saw that and already I'd forgotten about it. it's like Jesus Christ man Yeah, because oh, yeah, mean- yesterday was the fucking Katrina anniversary, so it yeah was.
2: pretty easy to forget about that <laughs> But, Andrew, have you done tape breakdown on the guy from Canada that I don't even know his name?
3: No.
4: You know, I feel like if you get added to the roster at this point, I mean, you have no hope. Like, your best <laughs> shot is that you impress enough to maybe get a practice squad spot, but no one at this point is getting on the 53. That's not true. It's... When they
2: signed, signed Jadavion Clowney next Wednesday, he's making the team. <laughs> okay. He's I'll give you an team. exception for that. <laughs> you know, uh... But besides that, the Saints have had a great two weeks of practice. Knock on wood, no one seriously injured except for, you know, people are starting to get worried, get, ask Peyton questions about Kamara missing practice. He got a little snippy uh, he last night. You saw Dwayne
4: Washington got uh,
5: put on the COVID list today, right?
2: Yeah, he might have the Rona. And I had to, I
5: had to do a double take to make sure it wasn't Keith Washington. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, that would have been – that would have been bad.
5: Andrew. That would have been pe- a big setback for the Jewish family. Yes. Yeah, for people, you and, need to check. But, but
4: uh, since it's Dwayne Washington and he's a running back, that's good for Kevin.
2: As sports keep coming back, so does your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, betonline.ag. Major League Baseball and the NBA are in full swing, and there are no shortage of ways to get in on the action. BetOnline has all the odds, futures, and props for you to be on. Also, Tune in as Floyd Money Mayweather joins the Bet Online team in a new segment called The Ice is Right, where he talks about his expansive jewelry collection. He'll give you the chance to win some great prizes and bet on the cost of his bling. Visit betonline.ag today to check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. Bet Online, your online wagering experts. But no, that's Tony it. Jones. That's a good point, though, Dave, about the the coronavirus because Sean Payton last night, he made a good point and he he said he mentioned it to the players. Now that we're in the – we're two weeks away from uh, the opening game, Sean Payton mentioned a point – he made a point to the players that, hey, you got to be extra – careful about it because if you miss uh if you get test positive you're in the two-week window you'll we got potential to miss games
1: the one thing I mentioned to our team is we're at that point in training camp now you know tomorrow's Sunday where a true positive test not a false positive but a true positive test um, puts a player and coach uh, in jeopardy for that opening game and so I think it's important for everyone to understand that
2: Kevin, I feel like ESPN is going to have the daily Rona report. I don't know who would be the perfect host for it, but put the fantasy
3: football guy <laughs> on it, Matthew Berry. <laughs> Give me the, you know, <sighs> you put the numbers scrolling at the bottom. Uh, or 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 shit. I, I I wait. Al Michaels is retired, right? No, he's not retired. Al Michaels is not well, retired. Well, then I could have. I could have swore one of the older guys re- retired recently. Okay, well, I'm just looking forward to if they do broadcast games for Al Michaels to just say, so-and-so, out with Arona. <laughs> uh,
2: That's Al dead, Dave. You're allowed to laugh. It is. <laughs> yeah, Al Michaels, he pioneered Sorry, the— I Al- was
5: watching the Islanders game.
2: Out with a knee, oh, out with the Islanders!
5: Dave, yeah, Dave, Dave, like Dave is locked Islanders. in on the Davis. NHL playoffs Dave Dave right now. Dave watches like is eight, eight Islander is the games a year. The Islanders, this is the furthest the Islanders have gotten in the playoffs since 1993. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, I mean, 1993 was back when I was, you know, 12 years old and lived on Long Island and went to the actual uh, games. You so went this to the Coliseum. Is, uh, this is exciting You're for me. Cheering on Pat right. LaFontaine. Yeah. We have,
3: look look we, at have, you, Ralph. we have live audio. We have live audio from the game coming in.
5: <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh, that was a breakaway there. Uh, Classic.
2: Pat LaFontaine, Hollywood. man. But, Hollywood. you know. The other thing that was 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 of huge importance, Andrew, in the Saints. They scrimmaged on Friday. They did a walkthrough in the dome yesterday. The, the the thing that was of huge importance yesterday was Drew Brees' bionic arm is real, and Sean Payton talked about it more.
1: Yeah, at times I've seen him get the ball down the field, maybe noticeably a little different than than a year ago or two years ago, but. Uh, I, I like the way the ball's coming out. I think it's coming out on time and and obviously to the right person in the right location. That's that's one of the great strengths of, of his. Just say. Why
5: why is why is this a thing? Why this is fucking Drew fucking breeze. This is the guy that owns every fucking record in the NFL. Why are we fucking dissecting his his play and his throwing? Like I'm sure he's. Doing fine. Like, like we don't yeah. need. We don't need to pump him up. We don't need to like. I, I, this is like are, crazy to me. Are you slow and steady decline, Dave? Slow and steady decline. Do you not Dave, remember that from the Are you at the helm of? Are you? Are I, you I new that, to this, this? Is like a, this is a total overanalyzation. This is are a you total, new here? We, we are breaking this. I, I cannot believe that. I don't know. I don't understand why Peyton is talking about this. Like here, this. are you
2: new here? Are you not aware that no, I I'm both crippled? Oh, I'm starting here. to reach my wits end. I'm both <laughs> crippled and addicted to sound
5: effects. Are you new here? Like, come on. It's just an excuse to play the X Files music. That's all that was. Come on. No, but I'm not even I'm not talking about you and I'm not I'm talking about the X-Files music and I'm not at my wits end because like wh- why is Peyton like when has Peyton ever ha- had felt the need to like defend how Drew Brees threw a fucking football? The guy is the greatest fucking quarterback that has ever thrown a football in the history of the NFL and Peyton for some reason needs to continue to point out in his press conferences that he's throwing a good ball. That is unnecessary to me. I don't Well, understand.
4: he's getting asked about it. It's the media that's perpetuating
5: it. Well, you well, can't mean, blame Sean no.
4: Payton for responding to a question when they yes, ask I him. Can, how, because, the ball yes, I can. Yes, I can.
5: No, I can, because Sean Payton is a guy, if he doesn't want to answer a fucking question, he'll tell him to go fuck off. No, no, no. I mean, look, look, look.
3: Drew Brees, he's no Otto Graham. He's no slinging Sammy Ball. Oh, my God. Highlanders just
5: fucking scored. Two to one, baby. Yes! <sighs> Woo!
2: i thought i thought these sound bites were going to be pointless andrew but it got dave really angry so i knew that was well worth my time last night listening to sean payton talk at the the, the dome afterwards just to get dave angry apparently i mean look drew brees he's got the kinetic chain going the arm strength is fine it's it it's all in. It's all in fun. But he's looking. I mean, it's it's looking. He's looking. He's looking better now. Look, it, it matters how he looks at the end of the year. But hey, Todd Gurley for the Falcons. He's already looking like an eighty-year-old man. And it's the middle. It's the end of August. So, to me, Kevin, it's a great sign that the Drew Brees is dropping dropping bombs. Even if it's just a couple. It, even if it's just a couple over the last couple practices.
3: It, he doesn't have to be slinging, you know, <laughs> dimes, uh, you know, by the dozens in practice. He just got to throw a few of them just so that way we, we know he can still do it. Just so that way teams know he can still do it. What's important is if slash when the first game happens, that he connects on a couple.
4: Yeah. To keep him honest. Yeah. to Keep him honest.
3: Right. Here, that's yeah. that's that's what matters. Here's well, here's,
4: I I I was just gonna say I understand what Dave's point is and I agree with it. I think it, it's it on some level it's ridiculous to overanalyze Breeze when it's
5: like insulting.
4: Yeah, yeah. It, I, we know he's gonna take care of his side of the fence. Like, why are we questioning Drew?
5: Fritz I mean, like Breeze? he's never he's never shown us anything to doubt him yet. Like he literally destroyed
4: his thumb last year at on his throwing hand and was the number two-rated quarterback in the NFL with a, a sh- destroyed a thumb. Week, so that speaks for itself. At the same time, I think the arm decline thing is something that happens naturally over the course of aging, and you add the thumb injury on top of it. I'm not going to lie. I am a little excited to hear that he's ripping ripping them at practice and connecting on 40-yard passes. That. That's exciting to hear. Look, I haven't had a chance to watch any preseason like the rest of you, and so I kind of hang on to any nugget of news. And if I'm hearing that Drew Brees is hitting a dude in stride from 40 yards out, sorry, I'm getting excited.
2: Yeah, I mean, here's the other thing that I found uh, interesting with Sean Payton's press conference. You know, uh, apparently they have all these NFLs, all these protocols. They're making people wear watches, but, um, you know, I get annoyed with the media just, like, obsessed with, like, who's wearing masks? Who's who's within six feet of each other? What are they doing? Are they doing what they need to do to be safe? And Sean Payton mentioned a point about... The coaches have all these new like protocols of how they need to stand and how they need to be in the box. I found it interesting that the Saints have to make all these d- decisions. Sean Payton talked about it yesterday. First
1: off, with with the league protocol, we're going to be we're going to be limited as to how many we can have in the box relative to the square footage in the box. Um, so we'll have to make an adjustment or two there. Um, then it really comes down to you know, your play caller, you know, Dennis, myself, Pete, whoever, whoever's involved in calling the plays, um, I think that change would be the most, uh, you know, the most dramatic or substantial.
2: Kevin, when the Saints beat Tampa on, like, a last-second, like, great defensive play and, like, the, the assistant coaches in the box, like, hug and, like, rip off their masks, like, first take, they are dying to, like, Get on the Saints about not uh, being Rona uh, compliant, right? They're just gonna they're just gonna murder the Saints and and any other team that like when they celebrate at the end of the game, like the coaches in the box. And we're gonna we're gonna get exhausted of this like by the beginning of October, right? Uh,
3: we're gonna get exhausted of this by the beginning of the second half of the first game. <laughs> like, like here's here's the thing: if they are and and this is this is part of the reason why I'm why I'm still I'm trying to compose my thought here. I, I apologize. This is why I guess I'm still sort of not able to accept that football is happening
2: because <laughs> yeah. I
3: still don't get how it's gonna work. How it's really gonna work. But like like, like I, I still hold what the NBA does as the or the NBA and the NHL as 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 what you should be doing, but um, if the coaches and the players and everybody are being tested regularly, then look, I I, I don't care. Then, like if if everything's being tested, if there is an actual safety pro, uh, safety protocols being adhered to then then there's very little for me to complain about
0: yeah i so, mean so you know
3: if you want to do if you want to do chest bumps if you want to fucking hug and uh, i mean if if you know fucking anzalone gets a get, gets a gets a pick 6 and decides to take his helmet off and fucking give eskimo kisses to whoever the defensive coordinator is I, i'm not going to complain
2: what is an eskimo kiss am i out of the loop what? Is what?
4: That?
5: Ralph, this you are children, man. The what? Noses, the noses, you Eskimo <laughs> kiss? Yeah, you do this is with your nice? nose.
4: That's wow. literally like the first thing I learned, Ralph. I don't know why. I have is. memories of that from being five years old.
2: It's thought... the
3: fuck the the nose the nose thing, man. Everyone knows that.
4: Ralph, <laughs> I... what's wrong with you? <laughs>
2: what? you have all night? How long do you got, dude? What's
5: wrong with me? I mean Hey,
4: can <laughs> hey, can one of you get <laughs> – I'm just reading Dave's uh, chat. Um, if, if, if someone in the chat – if you've never heard of Eskimo kisses, let us know. Yeah, I, I really feel like uh, of all you guys that are chatting and in the chat room right now, and plus the th- four of us here, I-, I I would venture to say that Ralph is the only one that's never heard of this.
5: Yeah. Quick update: ten minutes left in the third period. Islanders up two to one. This is great. They're leading the series two to one. A win here would mean they're going up three to one against the number one seeded Philadelphia Flyers. If the Islanders win this series, they're going to go to the Eastern Conference Finals, probably Thanks. against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Oh, Dave Cariello, our are- this is oh. New York Islander this- correspondent. This is amazing. This yeah. is amazing. Well, isn't that special?
2: Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I keep thinking about the, Andrew these empty games it's fa- with no fans in the stands and how weird it's gonna be
5: and like how hmm. the how okay the, wait so that's wait wait I had a sorry to interrupt Ralph but I had a, I had a thought because I had the same thought about when I was thinking about the NHL what if the Islanders go to the Stanley Cup you know if they win the Stanley Cup. You're going to have a team that's just going to be skating around the <laughs> rink and holding up a cup in front of no fans. And so, like, what if we, we are we going to have a Super Bowl where you're going to have the, all the players on the field freaking out and like kissing this trophy, but there's like no fans in the stadium? Like, that's like to me, that's like totally weird. Like, that's that is how do you get it? Well, no, I just think,
2: I how just do you think, get of, up for them? I, I just think, Andrew, football of all the sports, and I don't watch enough hockey to. To make a judgment anymore, I used to. I just ever when the Rangers won the Stanley Cup in '94, I felt like it was I completed a video game, and I didn't need to watch anymore. I was like George
5: Costanza, <laughs> I just left on a, hi, I just that's left good, on a high they've note. Never, they've never won ever since then. So I kind of I, wish
4: I had done that with the Saints in 2009. I, I left a on a high note, that's
5: right, but that's right. that's
2: right. I just George think Castanza football, football more so than all the other sports, is going to be the weirdest without fans. And um, I want to talk about it, but Sean Payton mentioned about how saints being at the dome they're trying to to get acclimated to uh a game with no fans
1: well i I think this mike we've been here and practiced here before with no fans uh i told the team afterwards look i don't know exactly what it's going to feel like on game day i can't control that we can't control that you know what we can control is our energy and our execution when it comes to playing um yeah will it be different certainly it will be um but I think in a season like this, you spend more time, you try to spend more time on the things that you can control as opposed to the things you can't. Um, so I, I, I think that'll be a little bit of getting used to for every team in this league. And, uh, you know, again, you're, you're lining up and still playing a, a sport you love. And, and uh, you know, I think the broadcast will be able to pipe in the, the acoustics that they need to. And it's, so I don't think it'll be that noticeable for the for the fan watching on television
2: i saw vegas is going to adjust the lines instead of giving you a three-point edge for home field they're bumping it down to a point and a half for all you degenerates out there
4: that that feels that feels right yeah it'll be weird i think it just won't be as much of an advantage playing at home uh but look that's why you got the secret weapon craig robertson brings the whole (laughs) energy level of the team up no, I mean, look, you, but there's a lot of guys on the team like that. Cam Jordan, Craig Robertson, um, let's see, Drew Brees, obviously, Michael Thomas.
5: Uh, oh, baby um, Islanders, another goal, oh putting God. the icing on the cake, 3-1 to one with is only 8. Is this third eight, period? Third period, it's you only know, 8.43 left. Yeah. Oh, it's in is, the bag. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't, I, you know we're it's in the bag. hockey fans are superstitious, but yeah, baby!
4: Yeah! <laughs> I think
5: as a team culture,
4: this is why you get a bunch of guys that love the game. That, that, that's always been the thing that Sean Payton's targeted, especially recently with the Jeff Ireland era. They've really tried to get players that love football. And I think it's for times when it's hard to maybe love football because there's adversity, you know. And so I think, you know, for I, I think they have the right players in the right locker room for this.
2: The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 is a premium electric trimmer that's designed to give you a confidence boost through body image. Their ceramic blade and skin safe technology are designed to reduce nicks or tugs on your fellows down low. The Lawnmower 3.0 is also waterproof and comes with an LED light so you can manscape in the shower, in the dark, or in the dark shower, whatever floats your boat. They also just released their Shears 2.0 nail kit, which is the perfect add on to their Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. The Shears 2.0 is a luxury four-piece nail kit featuring tempered stainless steel tools and it includes tipped tweezers, rounded point scissors, fingernail clippers, and a medium grit nail file. The Shears 2.0 nail kit allows you to pluck your eyebrows and trim your nails in style. On their website you'll find the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. This will help you tame that summer swamp ass with natural hydrants, antioxidants. You'll also find the Crop Reviver. A testy toner that's like having cologne that's designed for your balls. We won't judge you after we catch you sniffing yourself. Go to manscaped.com check out some of these life-changing products. In fact, listeners of this show will get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code armchair. It's time to grab 2020 by the horns by shaving that front trunk. Yeah, I just think it's going to be it's going to be so weird. And I'm, cu- I'm just curious to see, like you mentioned, Andrew, they have a good locker room. They have a, they say they have a great locker room. They have the best team they've ever had on paper. I really believe that. I'm curious to see teams that don't have a well-built locker room. They even need, and guys that need that energy, that crowd, uh, And I don't know what teams it's going to be, but I'm convinced that come November, teams that are out of it, they're going to be even more shitty than usual, if that makes sense. You know, teams check out mentally, and usually by December you can know, like, hey, that team, you get up on them 7, 10, nothing, they're just going to fold. Dave, I think there's going to be even more teams like that uh, is is that is that gambling theory of mine? Is that crazy?
5: No, this is that's kind of what I was trying to say last week when we were talking about it, and I was, you know, praising the Saints for being a veteran squad, and you know, they uh, they've got a lot of returning guys, and they're well coached, and they know what they're supposed to be doing, and um, they don't have a new quarterback or, you know, a new coach or running a new system. Um, no, I, the Saints are, dude, the Saints are very, very, very well positioned uh, to kick ass in uh, the COVID 2020 season. Very well positioned. I, as well positioned as any team. Potentially, you know, people talk about the Patriots, Patri- Bill Belichick, greatest coach. He is a great coach, maybe the greatest coach. Patriots obviously have a great organization. I mean, the Saints could potentially be... Better positioned than even the New England Patriots. I mean, they've got Cam Newton. They've got to deal with <laughs> yeah, new quarterback true. shit. Um, they've had people opt out. They don't necessarily a have people a locker out. room Patriots. that's uh, as cohesive as the Saints. And, you know, as crazy as it is to think and to say, uh, Drew Brees uh, turned his uh, chicken shit into a chicken salad sandwich uh, with the whole comments that he made this summer with uh you know, in the middle of the Black Lives, you know, in the heat of the Black Lives Matter Matters uh, campaign. So, I mean, yeah, they're they're. this is it. I mean, this is it. Uh, the only question is, is like, you know, if the Saints win the Super Bowl this year. Uh, when? When? What do you have? Fine. When the Saints win the Super Bowl this year you know how much like bullshit defending are we going to have to do like oh it doesn't count this is the covid season uh yeah blah 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 blah. you know cuz like like you said I listen to barstool sports and their they, their theory is is you know this is the season to just have your team lose cuz you could just blame it on covid and be like oh yeah this is whatever yeah. who cares this doesn't matter who well gets, i'm going to
4: yeah. do that to every other team uh, if, right. if, if any anyone else wins i'll be like ah oh, it's bullshit COVID.
5: i have but
4: if the saints win <laughs> a, i have
2: 200 different. i have no, I have. I take it back. I have $375 of 2017 Astros World Series Championship merchandise, and that season is drenched in cheating. Ask me if I give a shit. Ask me. I
4: do not. Do you give, do you give a shit? I
2: don't. I don't give a shit. The Saints win a Super Bowl. I will spend a crazy amount on. Championship merch, and I will rub it in Atlanta Falcons fans' faces oh, for yeah. all time. I don't care. But speaking of Insufferable—
4: I, I, I think I'd pay double for merch if they win this year.
2: Dave, speaking of Insufferable, Andrew is at yeah, Insufferable— We're talking about uh, Colin Cowherd. No, we're talking about Andrew's UDFA adopted son, Keith Washington— he yeah, a, baby. He had a great week. He is insufferable. Either you, me, or Kevin's UDFA adopted son has to step the hell up and win because if Andrew goes back to back his insufferableness may sink this entire podcast. I cannot take it. He cannot win back-to-back times.
5: Well, I was g- I was getting a little worried because, you know, I wasn't wasn't really hearing too much about Malcolm Roach, but I know he Played pretty well during the scrimmage, uh, so I'm feeling a little. I'm feeling a little bit better. Yeah, i like, I bumped you up to the, number two, Dave. I, on I the saw that. Board. I saw that. I was. I was. Yeah, excited Kevin, to
2: that. Andrew, did you did your rating? I was last. It, there's no rock out with your throck out. Even Kevin's UDFA son, Kevin didn't know he existed until he drafted him. <laughs> He's ahead of me, which. It's very I don't know I'm, I'm
4: thinking with uh, the Dwayne Washington coronavirus scare I'm, I'm thinking that might vault Kevin in the second place here
2: Oh, man you're not kidding so uh, Kevin if you I, I'm secretly rooting for Kevin to win the UDFA because then Kevin will just Kevin will just gloat about it forever but then uh, forget that he won in like three weeks which will be fun but um, Here's a here's a question that I that people are asking me on Twitter. I was fighting with a with a guy over it, and I think it's an interesting question, Dave. If some NFL teams can have fans, even if it's like, you know, fifteen thousand. You know, the Dolphins can the dolphins can be at twenty five percent, and Texas maybe the Cowboys. Jerry Jones is gung ho about having fans, and he says they can have fifty percent fans. If some teams can't have fans, and Then you go play the Cowboys, and they get a 50% stadium or a 25% stadium. How much of an advantage is it for the teams that have fans, even though it's not going to be near
5: a full stadium? I don't know how many of those 25,000 fans in Dallas Stadium. uh, Obviously, they're going to be season ticket holders, I would presume. So how many of them are going to sell their tickets on the open market and allow Saints fans in there? Ooh, uh, I didn't think of it that. only takes twelve thousand. I know we can. I know. I know we've got twelve thousand Saints fans out there that could, that would cut that crowd in half immediately. Well, I mean, we got we
2: uh, got We got four. We got four s- thousand people that listen to this podcast in Dallas a right. month.
4: Yeah, that's it'd be it'd be interesting to see if they were to just cut the the resale market out completely and just yeah, say well, you got to show ID. You know.
5: Yeah, I mean, so that's that's one, is like, do they, right, like Andrew says, do they do something like that? Do they put some sort of, uh, uh, you know, limit on it or precaution on it where it has to be the actual season ticket holder? And if they don't, um, then it comes down to who's got, like, the most loyal fans who aren't going to fucking sell out and uh, (laughs) sell their, no, I'm serious, and sell their tickets, you know? Uh, It's, which is, kind of goes back to... Yeah, you know, I remember. I remember. I was pissed off. Was it last season or was it 2018 when we had a whole bunch of home games? And the first like two, three home games, it felt like uh, it felt like an away game because well, there were so San many Fran- opposing fans. San Francisco
2: brought a crap
5: ton of people.
2: No, but it was like early – I remember it was early game. in the yeah. season.
5: I, I guess it was like Dallas. I think it was when we played Houston we played Houston, Houston and Dallas. had a crap ton too. Houston had a ton. Yeah. Houston had a ton. Uh, My brother who went to the San Francisco shit, game. And that shit – yeah, so I mean it happens. Like people sell out their tickets. They put them on the open market. And that shit pisses me off because then you've got a lot of fans from opposing teams – and uh, and they can the opposing team can fucking hear that, and they can pick up on that shit. But how much does it matter? How much does it matter, Kevin? If if
2: the Saints go to I don't know Philly or wherever, and they're like, hey, Philly's got a thirty percent. They can they can fill their stadium to thirty percent, so it's twenty two thousand fans. But the Saints are still playing in an empty stadium. How big of an advantage is twenty two thousand people in a in you know, a third or, or a half full stadium. How much of an advantage for that is, 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 is it going to be for home teams?
3: I mean, there'll be some noise. I don't think, I don't think you'll see a lot of, uh, I don't think you'll see a lot of timeouts okay, yeah, being true. taken. I don't think you'll see a lot of, uh, 42nd, uh, Play clock violations. Um, I also don't think you'll see a lot of false starts uh, either. So, yeah, it'll be. I I I I I don't think having twenty thousand people will matter as much as as people think.
4: See, I was going to say the opposite. I feel like if you get 20,000 fans, on some level I would assume that it's a a prize ticket. Like you are one of 20 – 70,000 fans want to be there, if not more, and you're one of 20K that gets to go. So you better make up for the 50,000 that aren't there, and you're going to have to be louder than ever. And I would guess that you have to be pretty damn passionate to be lucky enough to be one of those – to get in the stadium. So I, I mean, I, I can't speak for every stadium. I can't speak for every fan base, but it, certainly if it was a saints game and we were able to get 15, 20 K into the stadium, I know we would be banging that drum hard on this podcast. Like you don't get to go to this game to be seen and get decked out in your, in your saints clothes and leave in the second quarter. Cause you know, you, you had fun and, and you're ready to get on with your Sunday. I like, know if you're one of 15 20 k that's in the stadium, you better be there to make noise and make a difference, because it's all we got. I
2: believe, you know? I believe Dave said going into the twenty eighteen NFC Championship, if you go to the dome and you leave with your vocal cords intact, yeah, remember you've done you've done something remember, wrong.
5: Remember you when failed. I yeah you have I made failed. I made the video where I was holding up the, the cards. I didn't speak the whole thing. I just said it with the uh, the cards. Yeah. You remember that.
2: Join Saints Happy Hour Fan Club today. We'll mail you the best swag. You'll get exclusive access to our daily Saints podcast, and you can talk football twenty-four-seven with other Saints fans in our Discord channel. Go to saintshappyhour.com dot com and sign up today. Yeah, no, yeah, that's that a good
5: point. Good. But it. Uh, but I agree. I agree with uh, Kevin though. Kevin brings up a good point. You're not going to see. You're not going to see timeouts being taken. Uh, because the crowd is too loud or yeah. uh, the crowd is, uh, you know, or a team gets a lot of momentum and maybe yeah. you can feel it through the crowd. I mean, that's true. I think I think coaches are going to have a lot more timeouts to work with later in the uh, half or later in the game or whatever no, because they're no, not necessarily going to be, quote-unquote, wasting them, teams, you know, just to take a Teams that waste timeouts,
2: timeouts team. man, team that waste timeouts, that's in their DNA, like Bill O'Brien <laughs> – <laughs> and Andy Reid, like that's in their DNA, man. They're just gonna burn timeouts regardless. They, can't, the crowd, no crowd. I, I, can't I don't help think, it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that matters, man. Um, but I do. I do think the refereeing is gonna be extra, extra shitty this year, and that's bad for the Saints because we know the Saints and referee, it doesn't. It doesn't go well. <laughs> Um, but by the way, I want to say a thank you to John, Adam, and Vicky. They signed up and became uh, Saints Happy Hour Fan Club patrons uh, at the uh, $10 level. Awesome, my wife. We'll be shipping you out a booze bundle this week. Thanks for signing up, everybody. You should do it. It's amazing. This is the last week, this week, of the free shows. Uh, you should take advantage, but you should sign up so you can get this podcast every single freaking day. So, Andrew... This was a great question that uh, somebody asked me yesterday uh, that I thought we should talk about is, you know, we don't have the game day experience of you can't, you know, probably most people aren't going to have these giant, you can't tailgate, you can't go to the game, you can't have these giant family uh, football. Everybody comes over for the football game, which is a huge Louisiana thing. Some people might do it, but probably for COVID, it's going to be less. So what are you going to do? specifically to enhance your 2020 season on game day? I know you're in Virginia and I'm in Houston, but what are you going to try to do to get that juice that the crowd would give you through the TV or whatever that you can't have people over? What are you going to do to try to get that juice, to get it to get it to feel like it normally feels during football season?
4: Well, you know, I probably go in person to three, three or four games a year. I usually make it to half or just less than half and uh, I, I won't probably won't go to any this year. So it it won't be the same. Uh, I'm prepared for that. And yeah, like you said, look, when I'm in Virginia, I'm kind of locked and loaded on my TV screen and I'm here with my family and that's it. You know, I don't have a bunch of friends here in Charlottesville that love the saints and come over. And quite frankly, even if I did, I kind of like to lock in and I don't like a bunch of distractions. I don't, I've had people come over and watch the game with me and, you know, they're talking and asking me questions. So I, I I can't do this. I got to watch the game. I can't do this with you. So I kind of would prefer to watch it in isolation anyway, but you know, it it doesn't take too much, honestly, Ralph, for me to get pretty fired up about Saints football. I mean, you give me a screen and nothing else and lock me in a room. I, I mean, you could lock me in a four by four cell, And that would be enough to just be ready to run through a wall. Just, just uh, Saints football gives me endorphins like nothing else.
2: Dave, is there any? Is there? You, you go to all the games, Dave. So are you? Are you planning to do anything to to increase your home game experience to make it more exciting? Or does, or are you like Andrew? You don't need anything. You just need more booze, like me.
5: I'm going to buy, like, a virtual reality headset, and I'm going to, like, uh, do, like, a virtual reality. <laughs> well,
4: that's, I, I have one of those. Like, I should, should do that.
5: that. Yeah, they should. Well, yeah. the NFL, I guess, would have to provide that somehow. But hold on. J- J- I'm on the edge of my seat here. There's four seconds left. The, the Flyers scored a goal and got to within one here. But uh, game over. All right, here we go. Islanders, baby. Three games to one. Three games to one. This is fucking crazy. Holy shit. I cannot believe Kevin, this. I I love I love to make insane
2: hyperbolic statements on this podcast cuz it makes people No, and it's no. fun. If the Saints defeat the Bucs and humiliate Tom Brady and he looks old and decrepit, I believe it will be the most enjoyable Saints season opening win of my entire life. Like, if, if, if the Saints would win like 35 to 10, and Drew and Tom Brady would look old and decrepit and throw like three picks, it might be the best week one win of my entire life. Tell me I'm wrong.
5: Oh. Ooh. Kevin's
3: going to the (laughs) bathroom. That is tough. Uh, I the yeah, week,
5: blue.
3: Only thing I can think of would be the two thousand ten opener against the Vikings.
2: Yeah, that was good.
3: But that was a, a very low bad. scoring, it was very what, a, low what, scoring. About,
4: what about the John Carney field goal, uh the constraint?
3: Carolina?
4: Yeah, yeah, post Katrina that, that was
3: fun. Right, but that was but they played uh they played against the Giants before that Next, didn't we, they? no
2: they played carolina first and then they went to new york and had a quote-unquote home game and got house ah, okay all right yeah i was like... at that
3: game
4: you you, you don't want to really you, kevin you don't really want to play the saints memory game with me do you
5: <laughs> no i don't uh, I don't do. make but don't don't make andrew go into his basement and pull out his vhs fucking cassettes <laughs>
2: I just feel like I hate Tom Brady so much, Andrew. Like, if he – and I'm not saying if the Saints win, like, 21-17. Like, that won't do But if the Saints look amazing and Brady looks washed, like, that will be so goddamn enjoyable. Like, if the defense looks amazing. Yeah,
4: it needs to include, like, a a shy Tuttle-esque moment. You know, I'm not saying he's got to get a pick in – Stiff Arm and Magat, you know, not necessarily that whole thing. Go ahead and play the clip.
2: Well, here, here's the thing that uh, I'll, I'll play. Oh, Deception, oh, Deception! Oh,
1: Deception! Matt Ryan! With, <laughs> <laughs> with <the power! laughs> oh my God! Wie eine Puppe gibt er in den Stiff Arm und er fliegt auf dem Boden. Hör doch mal auf! Mitch has a question.
2: I, Mitch has got a question. I'm gonna save it for when we do the mailbag in a minute because I like the music to play underneath. But Mitch has a question that's just fan fucking tastic, and it's so good chef's I might kiss? have to send him. I might have yeah, Chef's kiss. I might have to send him a free T-shirt. It's so good. Um, but like, hey, I mean,
5: on Where, sca- hold
4: on. Where was I going with that? I don't know. What was I talking about?
5: I don't know. You've been drinking too much chamay. Yeah.
2: but. Here's the, I guess here's the question, yeah, and, and, I, and I'll open it up for, for the people in the chat room. How ex- I'm super excited for Saints football. Look, me, we're, this podcast has is, is been fun. You guys, we are ha- we're going to have a record, we're going to hit 40,000 downloads, which is I always think of it when I see the number, and I think of me and Kevin doing it, and there was like eight people listening. You know, when we first started to have 40 fucking thousand of you people download this podcast in August, it just fires me up. But I feel lost because the preseason games like week one, week two, week three, week four, boom, regular season. We don't have that. So even though I'm excited, I feel like I'm excited, but I'm lost in the woods, Kevin. So- I'm
4: really nervous. I'm really, really nervous. I want to get Kevin's thoughts on this, too. But I just want to say. We I don't I'm not feeling the usual excitement for the Saints right now because they haven't played preseason. And it's just like, I mean, I I mean, some people are getting excited on about training camp and stuff. But it's not the same as usual for a lot of reasons, obvious reasons. But I am nervous in the sense that I really feel like when it comes and the game's on, people are going to watch. And I think there's an opportunity in that first game to beat Tom Brady and get everyone like from 0 to 100 right away and get super charged and pumped about the Saints if they win. But if they lose and they're 0-1, like, oh, yeah, the football season's here and the Saints are on again. Oh, they lost. Ah, back to not caring. Or, you know, ah, 2020 sucks. So I I actually feel like it's more critical they win this first game for just general excitement.
5: I don't know. I feel like that's all we're going to have to – look forward to on weekends and <laughs> well i mean i guess well Maybe. we'll see what happens with lsu but uh and obviously Tulane. everybody so you don't think Tulane, it matters but, that they win the first game that much uh, i mean do i do i think it would help yes do i think it would be great yes do i think it would be a good morale boost right off the bat absolutely but uh if they don't win the first game, hell, if they, they could lose the first four games, I think people are still going to be watching the Saints. It's the fucking Saints, man. I mean, you know, what else do we have? <laughs> we have nothing. We have absolutely nothing.
3: So yeah. earlier today, I saw a tweet by uh, Cage in Alaskan. Yeah. I don't know if you guys – I mean, yeah. I'm sure he follows you guys, and, and maybe you guys follow him. Um, he tweeted something out, and it's basically how I felt – uh, this whole time. So I'm just going to read his tweet uh, verbatim. I've had to pull it up. So uh, confession or sorry, confession. I haven't been getting excited for football because I don't think they'll get a full season in. And even if they do, it's going to be so fucked up by COVID we'll just be left lamenting a Saint season that could have or should have been. Um,
2: That's only true if they don't have the Lombardi, my friend. If they get the Lombardi, I don't care if it's fucking four weeks. (laughs) I don't care. I don't care. As sports keep coming back, so does your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, betonline.ag. Major League Baseball and the NBA are in full swing, and there are no shortage of ways to get in on the action. BetOnline has all the odds, futures, and props for you to be on. Also, Tune in as Floyd Money Mayweather joins the Bet Online team in a new segment called The Ice is Right where he talks about his expansive jewelry collection. He'll give you the chance to win some great prizes and bet on the cost of his bling. Visit betonline.ag today to check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. Bet Online, your online wagering experts.
3: That's kind of how I've been this whole time. It's like I'm not I'm I still don't know for certain that it's going to happen. Like until the ball is kicked off on on a game, I, I I just have a hard time accepting that it's real. I'm
5: well, com- and I'm, i also I'm too, pretty confident we're having a season. I'm pretty I'm, confident, I'm confident we're confident having confident. an NFL season. I'm pretty confident we're having a college season. I'm
2: confident. I'm a hundred percent confident, Andrew. They're going to have an NFL season. Look, it may be train wreck games, and you may be like, "Oh my god." The Saints are playing Atlanta and ha 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 Atlanta's got twenty seven guys with COVID and they made the Falcons play anyway and the Saints won fifty-six to two or three or whatever. And it's great like and it may be a joke and a like the games may be terrible. They're gonna plow through it. I really believe that I
4: gotta say that I agree with your statement, Ralph, but I gotta say I'm shocked that as of today there's three three guys on the COVID list. Over 32 teams, like whatever protocols they put in place. And I was the first to kind of say, look, this isn't a bubble. Like these protocols are great, but like they can't stop these players from going out to bars and hanging out with people when they go home. And I I was the biggest disbeliever. And like these guys are going to get COVID. It's going to get passed around. It's going to spread. And it's actually working. Like they have three cases. Imagine it's, that if you have a bottomless pit. It's going.
2: If you have a bottomless pit of money and you do things like yeah,
4: and they test every day. Yeah, like testing
2: maybe, maybe every day, they, tracking. Maybe they
4: will pull this off. Like Imagine I, I, that. At this point, based on how training camp's going, I I'm kind of inclined to think they've figured this out. Right.
5: I think I I think, and the same goes for college football. I think these guys are in a better position and they are safer being in the, you know, under the microscope of uh, their respective leagues, you know, the NFL or the NCAA uh, and getting tested once, twice, three times a week and, um, you know, being looked at and, you know, especially the NFL guys and having the media and uh, I, I, I think they are way Better off and way safer um, in these programs than they are if they were just left to their own devices for the most well, part. I mean, the thing and is- I mean, I was just I was just listening to my buddy Andrew Allegretta did a podcast with uh, uh, Patrick Johnson from uh, from Tulane, and uh, you know the the football players, the guys that you know, they're getting tested three times a week, and they know that they're safe, uh, and they're hanging out only amongst themselves and they're in their own kind of, they're not officially in a bubble, but as a team, you know, they're doing all their kind of stuff in a, you know, an unofficial bubble and they're getting, they're getting taught to kind of be wary of the regular normal students, the non-athlete students, (laughs) because they're going out. I'm serious. This is honest. He's like, the, 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 the team coaches are telling the football players get to class 10 minutes early. Sit in the corner of the room, uh, so, you know, so you get there before people are filing through the door, and you stay and you leave after everyone else leaves. Like they are teaching these football players to. <laughs> Uh, these additional safety protocols, <laughs> and they're they're genuinely more concerned about the regular kids that they're interacting with for group projects or going to classes with, because they're not getting tested two to three times a week. Well, like these football I mean, players are. and, and they're being taught to be wary of just these normal of their peers, of their other peers that aren't in the football uh, program. Kevin, so I very much think that these guys are, you know, they are we're, we're, they're being well taken care of, and. Uh, and, and very well monitored, I think. Well, Kevin, I,
2: I know this, is, this makes me a terrible person, but I don't care. University of Alabama, they had 1,200 positive cases of coronavirus. How many weeks is it going to take Nick Saban before he has a press conference and <laughs> just yells obscenities at the students at the University of Alabama to stop ruining his football season? Oh, that's that's after.
3: <laughs> I tell you what, I, I'll say I'll say week three at the latest. If a foot, but if a football player, if any member of his team tests positive, it could be the fucking, it could be some six str- uh, six string player in the secondary who only gets on the field during punt returns or some horseshit. sabin it, will get it. Saban will it, get in front of a camera and blow a gasket if that guy gets it. So week three at the latest.
2: I mean, here's the thing too, Andrew. I was just thinking of this, you know, it used to be where players on social media, they would take, you know, they, you know, players would go out during the week and fans would take pictures with them. And, it, you know, it was kind of cool. Like, Oh, Michael Thomas is out and doing something pictures. Now, like players have to know that like, if you go out, like it's going to be on social media and there's no yeah. there's well, no hiding
4: that's it. the message there's i mean I, it, so, there was deontay harris posted something on instagram about a month ago and it was like him at chuck e cheese but it was like from a year ago like he, he just posted an insta story and it was like video of him at chuck e cheese or something and fans were going <laughs> nuts on him like it, it was already like he was like everybody chill like that was from last year That was not yesterday but I mean, I, I just yeah, like pe- everyone's watching that like a hawk. And you played that clip of Sean Payton earlier. Uh, I think that's the message to the team. You know, I think they're doing a good job of communicating. Look, like this, if you if if you let your guard down and you get sick, it's over for you. You don't get to play for two weeks. You miss the game. You you don't get to play. There are no do overs. So mm-hmm. I think just c- continuing to reiterate. Like, it's like the old saying in business that you've got to say something seven times before someone internalizes it. And so you have to say it so many times that they anticipate what you're going to say before it even comes out your mouth. And So I believe Sean Payton, that's the way he runs his business. And um, so, look, these are professionals. I think they'll do a good job. And the low case numbers so far kind of speak to that.
2: Dave, it is time for your favorite part of the show. Oh, it's Ralph Shuffle. I'm waiting for YouTube
5: to hit us with a copyright.
1: So <laughs> the
5: Nobody is monitoring monitoring the internet for this song. No, they're not.
2: Um so here is the question that I t- the mailbag. We got some good questions tonight, but Mitch asked a great one. Kevin, what would be funnier if Shy Tuttle intercepted and stiff stiff-armed Matt Ryan again or if he did it to Brady week 1? Mm. Brady. <laughs> yeah, agreed. <laughs> I agree. I would if, if he does it again to you, Brady.
4: You got to just got to diversify diversify your portfolio. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Diversify your bonds! I don't yeah. know if it, and it'll be a national game, so we'll get another German version, I'm sure, of it. Because it's the national game. Fingers crossed. All right. Tom Brady. <laughs> 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 that was really Ooh, that, that, was, was, wow. that, was, that was good. Uh Dave, yeah, that was a dead ringer. Uh Thank you. Can we get a hot take from Ralph's cat? Uh no you can't, Dale. Yeah. If there this is from Josh. Uh Dave, if there are no fans of the game this year, how much would you pay to get one of those Michelob Ultra live
5: stream sideline streams like the NBA had? Oh, I'm not familiar with that NBA thing. What is it, like a, a special camera that's like down low or something where you can hear the action?
2: Yeah, I think it was that. And you can be – and they had like you could – the NBA did a thing where you can um, you could be – they would like – they would like you would set up watching the game and they would put you in the stand like you could be i mean honestly oh really yeah
4: yes it's like a picture of your face in your like, no no like it's cheering. like a live
2: stream of you at
5: like watching the game it's like a computer
4: right. it looks like you're in the stands but it's like a
5: oh i mean i saw like, those, you know, I, saw those people people ba- I saw those in people on the back i saw those people on the seats it's like superimposed yeah i okay. saw those people on the background when i was watching the pelicans yeah. game but what? But do you get to see something different from your end? No, you just get to be oh. like when they score a touchdown, people would see you react and be happy. Oh. Perhaps maybe. Uh, yeah. Well, it's like a- Tulane's gonna. Tulane's doing the cutout thing where they're gonna put. You know, you can send in a photo, and they'll make the cutout of you, and you'll be. Ralph, cue up the song again. Come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew, that's probably that's probably awesome
4: worth fifty. That's probably
5: worth fifty bucks, right? I think they were charging seventy-five, or you can get two for fifty. I'm gonna get a cut like out. That. I'm gonna get a cut out of my cat put in the Astros. So yeah, one. so that's so that's that's exactly where I was at. I, I'm I'm thinking fifty bucks is, is the price. I mean. Yeah. So Andrew,
2: Mr. Po Boy, he understands that you are the person to ask about serious football topics. So he has this question: chili on a hot dog, bean or no bean? And while I'm here, ketchup or no ketchup?
4: Uh, I'm a mustard guy. I know that's like kind of a isn't that like a Chicago thing to say? Yeah. No, mustard on know.
2: a hot dog. Beans on your hot dog. I'm, I'm more of a
4: mustard guy. I I don't like ketchup, so ketchup on a hot dog I, is I would also go, disgusting. I would go mustard on a hot dog and chili, definitely with beans.
5: No doubt. Beans is. So I go no beans. I would no. go no beans too.
3: Although, well, I you, would go mustard. Give me some, like, spicy mustard or, uh...
5: Oh, yeah. Uh, Dijon.
3: Uh, horseradish. No, no, yeah. no. Not
5: horseradish. What's the other? It's Dijon. a dark... Dar- Dijon.
3: Yes. Thank you, Dave.
5: Yeah. Well, see, i Okay, so while we're on the... Since we're on the topic of mustard, I have been since... I grew up on Long Island, and my neighbor, he, uh... He, his mother was Irish. Off the boat Irish. In accent everything. She was from Ireland.
4: Oh, shillelagh. And,
5: yeah. Uh... And, uh... So she always had this mustard. You can buy it at the store. Uh, Coleman's. Coleman's mustard. It's uh, very bright yellow, but it's, like, very spicy. It's like a, but it's like a, you know, horseradish spicy. Oh, it sounds like, amazing. It, like, hits you, oh, then it goes away. Mustard there. But I, <laughs> I, I started eating that at her house. She always had that. You know, she would always <laughs> do, like, a delicious, like, baked ham, like a sugar maple glazed, ham or whatever and i would put this hot spicy coleman's mustard on it uh i love and now i put on anything french fries <laughs> anyway so go yeah. if, you're, if you're if you are mustard if you're a mustard person go buy coleman's mustard check it out it's very it's hey, delicious coleman's i'm a must- big fan you- you may, Coleman's you may, mustard. Uh, you, There's hey,
4: nothing you. greater than spicy mustard and French fries. I mean, Col- that is a hey, kill. Coleman's top. mustard.
2: We still have two slots available to cram in more ads on this podcast. So if you want to sponsor, <laughs> think about it. And if you hate the ads, <laughs> become a patron. So here's a good here's a good actual football question though, Dave. What? Let me let me pull it up. I don't want Which football player's football. absence from the Rona? would be the most detrimentally noticeable
5: not Drew Brees. Uh, uh, Mike Thomas? <laughs> Duh? I don't nope. know. I don't nope. know. No. Andrew's gonna go with Ryan Ramchuk.
2: No nope. D- Demario <laughs> Davis.
5: That's my answer. Mario and you know Davis? why
4: you know why I'm gonna say Demario Davis? Because I saw the linebacker. I saw what the defense looked like at linebacker. When Kiko Alonso and uh, AJ Klein were out against the 49ers, Demario Davis played in that game, and I saw what linebacker looked like. So, linebacker without Demario Davis is something I never want to see. So, and here's the thing: like they they missed Breeze last year. They were missing Kamara. They had Latavius Murray step in. They had Bridgewater step in. They've got Emmanuel Sanders. Like I, the offense could figure it out for a week or two without Mike Thomas. I, I think they'd be fine with a lot of those stars. I think Demario Davis being out would be crippling.
5: Yeah, I tend, I tend to. I don't agree. know. You, you get, you get down, you get down early in one of those games. You don't have Mike Thomas. Forget it. I don't know. I kicker right. could be. Kicker could, if Will Lutz, Lutz tested positive
2: yeah. on game day morning, that could be dicey too like
4: that yeah, drew drew breeze can drop kick it
2: it's fine it's fine <laughs> so everybody thanks uh for joining us uh we, i thought uh, there was
4: a superhero question
2: no i don't see uh i don't see any superhero there, there
5: was a question about uh that was balky balky asked that i think I don't Maybe see that it. Maybe tuc- tuc- that was well, on Discord. I
2: don't see it, but if you see it, pull it up and, a- and ask it Alright, I'm pulling it up. Give me a second. Give me a second
4: here.
5: It was on that was on Discord. Talk
4: amongst yourselves, I'm looking it up.
5: I mean Talk amongst yourselves. The Reconstruction the post Civil War Reconstruction era was neither reconstructive <laughs> nor or, civil. or civil. Civil. I don't know. Oh yeah. No, you Ralph,
4: you may forget but you asked on Discord for podcasts. Oh, I did. So there, That's right. So There's a
5: bunch. Let, let and you, you also haven't—you okay. haven't get get pushed em. the hotline. We're not I, pushing the hotline route.
2: Yeah, I didn't. I failed. As <laughs> I a, need the I, hotline, I,
5: hotline th- to happen. I, all
2: right, uh, let me. Uh, all right, we'll get before we get to the Discord this. question, Hotline two one zero five nine five zero eight one eight.
5: Call about anything.
2: Make Call about me, anything. Just leave a route. funny voicemail, no longer than sixty seconds, and we'll play it next week. Make fun. Repeat, right.
5: repeat it again.
2: Repeat the number again, because Dave jumped in. Two one zero five nine
5: five zero eight one eight. Okay, Andrew, get to the Discord part, Put, that, put right. that in your phone as Saints Happy Hour, and whenever you feel the need, you know, it, later when you start drinking, you get drunk or whatever, you just pull up Saints Happy Hour on your phone, and you just start talking, and, and just keep it to thirty seconds. Leave us yeah. a voicemail. Yep. All That's right, true. Andrew, get right. to the Discord. All right, we're gonna part. go
4: rapid fire here, guys. So ten seconds or less. Ralph. What's up with Kamara? Why can't we have nice
2: things? Uh he's okay. dead. Sean Payton is hiding it. He was curt with the media last night. I didn't cut the soundbite cuz he was just like, I don't want to get into it, but I worry that his thighs exploded and he's dead.
5: Would you drop right. first round of your fantasy playoffs?
2: No, I, right. don't, I don't want to
5: give him. I don't uh, give Kevin, him the Kevin, stink. this
4: is a football roster question, so this is you're a dead ringer for this one. Uh, how will Sean Payton break off the love affair with Austin Carr or is that bond so strong that Carr will somehow still make the roster
3: Sean Payton is going to care for Austin Carr 30, 40, 50 years (laughs) from now when Austin Carr has dementia and and Sean Payton will die within hours of Austin Carr dying 40 50
5: 60 years from now that's how like Thomas deep Jefferson the and John Adams uh, now wait 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 was Austin Carr undrafted yes yes okay see this is okay just as we have our own undrafted free agent adopted sons so does Sean Payton and that <laughs> person is Austin Carr Austin Carr is Sean Payton's Adopted, undrafted free agent, and he just—he's sticking with him. He'd ride or die. He's has, never letting him go. That's has what
4: it is. Austin Carr and Andy Tanner. He's have they playing been the game seen, with us. Sean Payton been is playing the same room at the same time. Austin Carr and Andy Tanner. I think they might be the same person. Dave,
2: we, <laughs> Dave, that's your funniest comment all preseason. We need you drunk watching the Islanders more often.
4: All right, Dave. Rapid fire. We got We got more to go here.
0: Agnes
4: right, Agnews asks. Uh, What is your uh, what is your red hot roster take cut surprise?
5: Oh, Jesus. Uh, Austin Carr is making the team. (laughs) That's
2: That's smoking (laughs) hot.
4: All right. Kevin, uh, with the news that Dwayne Washington has gone on reserve COVID-19, does this open the door for your free agent adopted son to make a run at the final 53? Yes. (laughs) I yield the
3: remainder of my time.
4: Nice. Uh, Hmm. I'll answer this one. Uh, With the passing of Chadwick Boseman, uh, the Black Panther actor, uh, I think it's time to ask again, what Saints players are what superheroes? Uh, I'll go first. We can all answer this one. We can all go one at a time. Uh, And Anzalone is clearly Mario. Super Mario.
5: <laughs> I don't know if he's really yeah. a. Uh, he's a superhero.
3: Mario a
1: superhero.
3: <laughs> Super Mario is not a superhero.
5: Well, this is this is Kevin. Come on, Kevin. I know we we know you want to answer this one. Who's Aquaman? There you go. <laughs> Who's <laughs> I, was,
4: I was trying to get him to play the Super Mario game.
2: I did.
5: He's I played Thor.
2: it. He's Thor.
5: He's Thor.
4: He does kind of look like Thor.
5: Who's Taysom Hill is Thor. Yeah, that's true. Thor did cut his hair
4: in that movie. Is... Yeah, he went short, you're right. Ramcheck I could think be a
5: thing. <laughs> or is Taysom Hill Th- Thanos? I don't know. Thanos is bad, though, right? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't, I don't know anything about, anything about any of the Marvel people. My son has Who's started Wonder to get Woman? into them, but I don't know anything about them.
2: Who's Catwoman? Let's get weird. Uh, any more questions, Andrew?
5: <laughs> That's it.
2: <laughs> That's it. So, uh, listen, guys. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate everybody in the live stream. Uh, you get one more week of free shows, but you should become a Saints Happy Hour patron. Uh, it's amazing. We're going to be doing this all year long. You're going to need this podcast because you're not going to be able to go to the games. Shit's going to get weird with the Rona. You want your football season to be fun, and nobody has as much fun as as we do so sign up already so
5: for Louisiana sports writers second that's right
2: oh my god we forgot about it and y'all were mad because I paid the $25 entry fee so my name was on the thing but Dave you could go into paint and put everybody else's name in it Uh, it's a group (laughs) award but I am the crippled Susan Lucci of Louisiana sports broadcasters. I never win Oh, yes. In I
5: loved – I meant to – I meant. I wanted to mention, I loved your Susan Lucci reference on the last podcast. That's a – that's a uh, – that's a – you know, that's a surprise reference. Susan Lucci is from my hometown. Yeah. Garden Man. City. She lives in Garden City, New York. I went to middle school with her son. Yeah, maybe they'll give me a, an award
2: after I'm dead.
5: I love it. Love the Susan Lucci my, re- Put
2: it on my gravestone. So, uh, we do appreciate it. We're 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 the only one of the of the shows of the podcast that isn't actually professional. All the other ones in the category were uh, were professional ones. Not us. We're random. That's why they're boring. That's right. So we're award winning. How you like that? So anyway, thanks guys for supporting us for joining us tonight. For Dave, for Andrew, for Kevin. I'm Ralph. Uh, until next time, the bar
1: is closed.